Welcome to another edition of MMA Gold Media Podcast, where every week we will bring you a summary of what happened in the world of the UFC. We will cover the most relevant breaking news, as well as interview clips from the most newsworthy personalities and fighters in our sport. Relax and listen up. Alexander Volkanovsky feels sorry for post-UFC 284 opponents. During a recent interview with the All-Star, the great discussed several fight-related topics, including his featherweight opponents, weight cuts, and his training for his upcoming lightweight fight. Volkanovsky claims his future foes could be in for a world of trouble. The great thinks the grueling nature of his current camp will render him a superior fighter overall. In turn, his enhanced skills will make him an even more dangerous threat than before. I'm telling you, overnight my takedown defense. I got stronger. Just because of that challenge, literally, this is going to make me so much more of a better fighter. I feel sorry for the guys I'll fight after this. Volkanovsky said, take a look. Yeah, overnight, overnight, my takedown defense and um, I got stronger, literally, just because of that challenge. And I knew I needed to do that. I was like, all right, right now I can't just go in there with a normal camp and, you know, that might not be enough. I need to prepare properly. I need to make sure I, no stone is left unturned for this one. Because I know this is, a, this is a challenge, this is hard work, but that excites me. And uh, literally, this is going to make me such a, so much more of a better fighter. I feel uh, sorry for the, the guys that I fight after this. Uh, so again, I'm looking forward to seeing the fighter I'll be when, once uh, I'm uh, peak condition. Because again, uh, we're really focusing on certain things. Michael Chandler, eager to coach the ultimate fighter alongside Conor McGregor, wants to fight the Irishman next with news emerging that Conor McGregor is ready to make a sensational return to the ultimate fighter to spearhead another season, a number of fighters have thrown their names into the hat to coach alongside the Irishman, with Michael Chandler being the latest. While discussing the news surrounding Conor McGregor's potential return to the reality show on the Believe You Me podcast, Chandler made a case for him to be the man facing off against the former two-division champion, both as a coach and subsequent opponent in the cage, saying, Obviously, everybody knows I would be down. Me, Connor, on the ultimate fighter. The tension, the rivalry, the competition, the trash talk, just the animosity that would be built up. Take a look. Um, obviously, everybody knows I would be down. Me, Connor, on tough, whether it be four, six weeks, however long, uh, we will be filming that thing. The tension, the rivalry, the competition, the trash talk. Um, just the animosity that will be built up and then go into a training camp and then, you know, fight later on after the show. I want the fight. Everybody knows that the fans want the fight. Dana has come, gone public saying he wants that fight. So the UFC wants the fight. I've, I've actually heard from numerous UFC people um, that that's the fight that a lot of people are talking about. Um, man, huge fight. Can you imagine the first round? Can you imagine the the foggy do and then my nf coming right. out on and then we go out there and then just two two dudes trying to finish each other in the first round massive jamal hill isn't willing to entertain any discussion about whether or not jerry prohaska should still be considered the ufc's light heavyweight champion hill made the most of the unexpected opportunity to challenge for the title as the 30-year-old nearly finished takes era on several occasions before winning a lopsided unanimous decision and the UFC's light heavyweight belt. The newly crowned champion received a message from Prohaska shortly after his win, and Hill took issue when Ariel Helwani suggested that the injured fighter was still the real champion during an appearance on the MMA Hour.
My man's barely beat Glover, Hill said. If they fight that fight ten times out of ten, how many times does Jiri win? Cause I know for a fact it ain't ten, it ain't nine, it ain't eight. Let's hear it from Hill himself. Bro, like my man's like my man's barely beat Glover. Like, like, let's like if they fight, if they fight that fight ten times out of ten, how many times does Jiri win? Cause I know for a fact it ain't ten, it ain't nine, it ain't eight. And more from what we've seen, it more than likely goes the other way. Mm-hmm. Glover's still on this planet. You get what I'm saying? So, like, because, like, like, be honest. Based off the fight that you've seen between them two, yeah. not seeing me and Glover, not, not me and Glover had not fought, but you have 10 times to match these dudes up. You have to put your money on one side. Who's going to win the most times out of 10? Who do you pick? Ariel Helwani responds to weird comment by Joe Rogan. Joe, during a recent The Joe Rogan Experience episode with Bilal Muhammad, weighed in on Sean Brady's comments on the MMA Hour in which he alleged he received death threats before UFC 280. While talking about it with Muhammad, Joe questioned Brady's remarks and also hinted that Helwani lured it out of him. After one fan brought up Rogan's comment during his show, Helwani didn't take long to respond. What the f*** is that all about? Helwani replied to Rogan, First of all, I didn't get Sean Brady to say that. Sean Brady just offered that up on his own. How could I have gotten him to say that? And what does that even mean in general? Ariel Helwani likes people to say things. He then had even more to say to Rogan, listen closely. And especially, Rich, coming from the guy who, you know, was pushing false narratives and false information and, and, and fake information and all kinds of nonsense over the past two years to the point where, you know, people were demanding that he get dropped from Spotify, which I never agreed with. But I mean, for, I mean, that's rich. Of course we know what the history is with Joe. Um, he's Dana's boy. He's always going to have his back. But what are we talking about? Ariel Hawani likes to get people to say things. I ask questions. People answer them. I move on. Islam Makachev disappointed in lack of UFC 284 promotion. The Makachev versus Volkanovski clash is one of the biggest champion versus champion fights in UFC history. Both fighters have dominated in the octagon in recent years, including Makachev's recent win over Charles Oliveira. However, Makachev versus Volkanovski is just days away, and some fans might have forgotten about the fight. This comes amidst a busy early 2023 news cycle for the UFC, including Dana White's incident with his wife and the launch of the Power Slap League. During a recent interview with R Sport Russia, Makachev expressed disappointment in the UFC. I see that it is not such big promotion. Makachev said, Dana White himself has some problems. He does not pay much attention to this fight. In terms of pay-per-view, yes, more could have been done. I only saw Volkanovski once in Sydney. A tour could be organized around the world. A conference could be held in America. Elena, Conor McGregor versus Michael Chandler are the ultimate fighter coaches this year. Can you believe it? Isn't that crazy? It's insane! UFC President Dana White announced this past Saturday Conor McGregor's comeback this year as a coach on The Ultimate Fighter. The former UFC champion, who has not fought since he sustained a tibia injury against Dustin Poirier in July 2021, will face off against Michael Chandler as coaches for Season 31 of TOF. The competition between Team McGregor and Team Chandler will air from May 30 to August 15.
This marks McGregor's second tough coaching experience, previously coaching against Uriah Faber. Chandler, with a record of 23-8, has been calling for a fight with McGregor for months despite having lost three of his last four fights, including being submitted by Poirier at UFC 281. Chandler posted a video on his social media saying, Every single fight matters because we're gonna win this competition, first of all, and we're gonna make the dreams come true of this young athletes. Let's hear it from the men himself. Bam, it's finally announced. The cat is out the bag. Team Chandler versus Team McGregor coaching the ultimate fighter heading to Vegas here very soon to film in the same vicinity, the same city as my future opponent later on this year, Conor McGregor. My team versus his team. The competition starts right now, ushering in these young men or women, imparting my wisdom upon them, and every single fight matters because I'm going to win this competition, first of all. And we are going to make the dreams come true of one of these young athletes to get signed by the UFC and get a UFC contract. Can't wait. Catch it all on ESPN this summer. God bless. I'll see you at the top. Apparently, a fight between the two coaches may to be possible later this year, but still a specific date and location have not been set yet. Jake Paul and Dustin Poirier comment on the Ultimate Fighter 31 announcement. In a social media post, Jake Paul encouraged boxing fans to take lessons from MMA fans while also criticizing McGregor and Chandler. He wrote, Boxing fans should learn from MMA fans to support fighters. McGregor won in three in his last four fights. Choked out, knocked out. His opponent is one in three in his last four fights, knocked out and choked out. But it's a massive fight and the fans don't care one bit. Dustin Poirier went for mockery and gave his thought about the two coaches on a Twitter post saying, Toff all my children edition. Dustin also took the time to give his prediction on the outcome of the fight. Let's hear it. They announced the two tough coaches today. Give me a prediction in terms of how you see that fight going down when it, when it does happen. Since you beat both of them, I'm just yes. going to say that. Just to make sure everyone understands that. Um, either guy can win. I, I, I think if Connor comes back with the same timing and speed that he had before the injury, if he comes back to that, he's going to stop Chandler. Chandler's very hittable. Covers. Connor's a guy, when you're in front of him, it looks like he can't touch you, but he touches you. He's longer than he looks when he's in there, and he uses his length and speed and timing really well to close that distance. And Chandler's a guy who needs explosive movements to get in and out, you know? And, and if Connor's timing's the same, I think he hurts Chandler. And, and it's gonna be a five round fight. Connor doesn't fight co-mains or three round fights. So if Chandler can get in there and maybe get on his legs, get some blood in his arms early, wrestle hard for the first few rounds, maybe it goes different. But if Connor has any similarity to who he used to be before the injury and before the layoff, I think he stops Michael Chandler. He's just too hittable. Dana White deflects to UFC 284 poor promotion allegations. The MMA world has observed the UFC's aggressive promotion of the Power Slap League and have been complaining about the lack of promotion in events like the UFC 284. Let's see why. The UFC cares more about Power Slap than it does UFC 284. We go on the UFC's Instagram and go back about two weeks to January 22nd. And let's count how many times they promoted UFC 284 versus how many times they promoted Power Slap. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Let's check Power Slap. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, 
13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. There's no reason why in the past two weeks the UFC has posted Power Slap League two times more often than some sort of clip promoting UFC 284. In an Instagram post, Dana White responded to these claims, saying he would make big announcements during a live broadcast this weekend. Later in the day, Dana announced that the UFC had signed Sean O'Malley to an eight-fight contract and that UFC 287 will take place in Miami after a long break from the sunny city. However, in the comments, he had an interaction with a fan about Power Slap League. The fan said, maybe he'll finally promote 284 instead of slap fighting, and Dana responded, don't count on it. Jamal Hill wouldn't mind knocking out Magomed Ankalaev in his first title defense. The newly crowned UFC light heavyweight champion, Jamal Hill, is willing to face Magomed Ankalaev in his next fight. His initial title defense was expected to be against former champion Jiri Prohaska. But if Prohaska needs more time to recover, Hill is ready to defend his title against Ankalaev, who feels he was wrongly denied a win in his title fight against Jan Blahovish at UFC 282. Hill said in an interview with Sports Kita, I'm not just going to sit and just be like, he didn't deserve it. I wouldn't mind knocking him the f just for the simple fact that people keep bringing his name up talking to me. Let's hear it from him. I think that's fair. I mean, um, that's what it is. He's right there at the top. So he's put himself in position to be considered for those things. You know, I don't, I'm not just going to sit and just be like, oh, uh, this, he uh, he didn't deserve like bro. He's 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 right. He's up at the top, you know. If I'm ready to go and I'm ready to fight, I fight who who's uh, who's available. I think and that's yeah. That's actually I wouldn't mind knocking him the fuck out just for the simple fact that people keep bringing his name up talking to me. It seemed like Derek Lewis didn't even try fighters react to UFC Vegas 68. Sergey Spivak achieved his greatest victory to date by easily defeating former heavyweight title contender Derek Lewis at UFC Vegas 68 this past Saturday. Spivak dominated Lewis in the octagon before submitting him in the first round with an arm triangle. Lewis lost his third consecutive fight and the fourth in his last five. Spivak has now won five consecutive fights and is rising as a potential contender for the currently open heavyweight title. Here's what other fighters had to say about the UFC Vegas 68 main event. It seemed like Derek Lewis didn't even try. That was over quickly. Textbook way to exhaust a heavy hitter and force to finish. Spivak unreal. That was a huge statement by Spivak. Michael Chandler is excited to coach the ultimate fighter against Conor McGregor. On Saturday, UFC President Dana White announced that Season 31 of The Ultimate Fighter will feature McGregor and Chandler as the opposing coaches. Once the season ends, they are expected to fight at a pay-per-view event near the end of the year. Considering this is the fight he has clamored for since his arrival to the promotion two years ago, Chandler was pumped for the opportunity. It's finally announced, said Chandler in response to The Ultimate Fighter announcement. The former three-time Bellator champion is 1-3 in his past four appearances. Conor McGregor hilariously reacts to Chandler's Mystic Mike's prediction. Weighing in on his booking against McGregor, Chandler gave a bold Mystic Mike prediction, a second-round finish. The former Bellator champion plans to put pressure on his opponent from the opening bell and wear him down to create an opening for a fight-ending shot in the second frame.
Chandler recently told ESPN MMA. I believe I finished Connor in the second round. That's my Mystic Mike take on this. Later on this year, whenever it is. Listen closely. Right away, make him take a backward step right away. And he's going to feel my presence from, from the very beginning of the fight. And then from there, wherever the fight takes us. When it, if, if I want to pick him up and put him down, I can, I can pick him up and put him down and put a beating on him um, and get a submission that way. I believe I finished Connor in the second round. That's my Mystic Mike uh, take on this um, later on this year, whenever it is. Connor McGregor hilariously replied to Chandler's comments with a single laughing emoticon. Conor McGregor hasn't re-enrolled in the USAID a testing pool despite tough announcement. Conor McGregor has been vocal on social media regarding his desired return to competition. But despite all of his shirtless gym picks, he's put off a critical step before returning to the cage. As we've confirmed before, as of today, Conor McGregor has not been re-enrolled in the USADA testing pool, which he would have to be in for a minimum of six months and have at least two negative tests prior to any competition, United States Anti-Doping Agency representatives said in a statement to MMA Fighting. Before a season-ending bout between the two former champions can be confirmed, McGregor will need to enter the USADA testing pool and attain at least two negative tests within a six-month window prior to competition. But the truth is, even Dana doesn't know much about Connor's situation with USADA. Listen. The last one on that, and I know it, uh, it's probably ports into stuff that we don't really know, is the six-month period it takes for the USADA. Even if Connor was to do uh, start this month, that means that that fight couldn't happen until maybe August. Do we know when he's going to try to enter back into the pool? I don't know. I don't, I don't know any of those questions. I don't know anything regarding the fight yet. Gotcha. McGregor still has time to re-enter the anti-doping program as late as March and still compete in September, assuming he returns at least two negative tests during that time. Dana White forgets UFC champ Islam Makashev's name ahead of UFC 284 Super Fight. Late last month, UFC lightweight champion Islam Makachev did an interview with a local publication in his home country. Here, he expressed some dissatisfaction about how there seems to be a lack of promotion for his upcoming title fight at UFC 284 against Alexander Volkanovsky. I see that there is not such a big promotion, he said. White himself has the biggest problems, he does not pay much attention to this fight. Here in Perth, everyone knows about the fight and is looking forward to it. Makachev may or may not be right on the money, but this little moment during Saturday's UFC Vegas 68 post-fight scrum could be proving his point. Here, you could hear UFC President Dana White fumbling and forgetting Makachev's name for a moment. When you have the number one versus number two pound for pound guy, guys in the world fighting each other, like you said, in their prime, it, it never, it's never happened. If you think of all the fights that we've done in the UFC. So, um, you know, when you talk about legacy, if Volkanovsky could pull this off, it's obviously massive. Um, and if, uh, if um, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, can pull it off, it's, um, you know, He's on his way to, to building an incredible legacy. Yeah. Years ago, White had this to say when it happened to fellow promoter Oscar De La Hoya. He showed up to his own event at the press conference and didn't know any of the fighters' names. And what's even crazier is he didn't even write them down. Put them on a piece of paper, you idiot. Now it's time for our take. The whole mixed martial arts world is hyped up and focused on UFC 284. 
Or are they? There's been plenty of criticism from fans all around the globe, the media, and even from one of the co-stars in the main event of UFC 284, Islam Makashev, about the lack of promotion from the UFC outside of Australia of his superfight with Alexander Volkanovsky, which is happening this weekend. But there's a feeling that Dana White has been too focused on his new pet project, the Power Slap League, which, by the way, hasn't even been received well by the fans and doesn't have his eyes on the greater prize in front of him, which is this upcoming pay-per-view event. To be honest, this isn't really a theory, it is a fact. Go take a look at the event promotion in social media and other outlets, posts in their profile, YouTube videos in their channel, and other major MMA network coverages, like interviews to fighters, analyses, etc. There's nowhere near enough content for this massive event, and to make it even worse, Mr. President Dana White even forgot Islam Makachev's name, the lightweight champion of the world, in a recent press conference. He actually recently responded to this criticism on social media, hinting of a big announcement coming up from the UFC, and even went as far as saying that UFC 284 in Perth, Australia was trending higher in pay-per-view buys than the famous Conor McGregor vs. Dustin Poirier 3, which came just under 1.8 million pay-per-view buys globally. Is that even believable? Is Dana just pulling a stunt and trying to get people excited about the fight last minute? Dana White has definitely had a rough start to the year. We at MMA Gold News believe that the UFC has lost its focus amid chaos from Dana's New Year mishap, the start of the Power Slap League, and all the upcoming great pay-per-view events scheduled over the next few weeks, and forgot about this historical matchup between two of the best in the world for the lightweight championship belt and the coveted pound-for-pound -pound best fighter recognition. Islam Makachev teases potential move to welterweight division and Leon Edwards responds. During a recent interview with R Sports Russia, the 31-year-old teased a move to the 170-pound weight class, saying that he would eventually like to have a crack at the welterweight title. I will say this topic is relevant. I like to compete. I like to fight strong fighters. I love big fights. Whoever is the welterweight champion, it's going to be a huge fight. I'm very interested. Makachev said, It seems like the current welterweight kingpin Leon Edwards is also in favor of a super fight with the Dagestani star. In a pre-fight media event for UFC 286, Rocky said that he would welcome a future clash with the lightweight champion. I don't think Islam submitted me in training. Um, it was small, though. Who was it? Um, Islam. Oh, okay. Um, I think it'd be a good fight. You know, he's a... Uh, He's improved his striking. I've improved my wrestling, so it'd be a totally different fight. When we first trained, I was 20, 21, 22 years old. I'm now 31 years old. It's like two different fights, you know, so um, apart from that, i got Usman to worry about. <laughs> I'm not worried about Usman. Joe Rogan begs Francis Ngannou to reconsider coming back to UFC. Francis Ngannou recently became a mixed martial arts free agent after he was unable to come to terms on a new contract with the UFC. Stand-up comedian and UFC color commentator Joe Rogan pleaded with the former heavyweight champion to rejoin the promotion after earning his payday in a boxing match. Take a look at what Rogan said. Years. Here's my thing again, Mr. Ngano. Please hear me out. This is, the, I mean, Don't just for legacy, deals. for legacy, and just for all, also money. I think the big money is if he has an account. What if he knocks out Dillian White? 
right? What if, what if they, they set him up with some boxer who's an elite boxer, not Tyson Fury. And he and, goes and wins and, a big fight. And, yeah. and Ga- you got to remember, Ngannou is... 265 ripped yeah, cut, natural. Cut and weight to probably be at 265. With canned hams for fists. Yeah. Joe then proposed a lucrative plan for Nganu's UFC return, saying, The perfect world is Nganu goes over, has some big money heavyweight boxing fight. John Jones and Cyril Gan have a fight. John wins, Cyril wins, whoever wins is the UFC champ, and then Francis comes back. He can totally come back. Francis, if you're listening, sir, please don't sign an exclusive contract. Sean O'Malley gets honest about new eight-fight contract extension with the UFC. Sean O'Malley recently re-signed with the UFC, earning a new eight-fight contract with the biggest mixed martial arts promotion in the world. Sugar has now weighed in on his contract negotiations with the UFC, revealing honest details. While O'Malley confirmed re-signing with the UFC, He also noted that not all of his demands got fulfilled. The number one-ranked bantamweight contender stated that he won't be a pay-per-view stakeholder even if he fights for the bantamweight title next. O'Malley, who is currently managing himself, is grateful for the contract he eventually signed and believes no manager could have gotten him the same deal. Sugar said on his YouTube channel, I tried to get it, you know, pay-per-view points not being the champ, didn't fly. But I will say I did re-sign with the UFC. Take a look. I did re-sign with the UFC. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. I got a, you know, very gracious contract that uh, I'm proud of. You know, me and Emron walked in there and, and we negotiated. They said this. I offered that. I asked this. They said no. They said yes. I said what? They said huh? Uh, and I got, I got a number that I'm very happy with. And I truly don't think... Uh, if I, um, um, any manager that I had could have went in there and got me what I got. Here in Australia. My prediction is you're going to see my hand get raised. I want a finish. Like I said, I want to calculate. I want to get that. I really want to set a statement for that champ champ against someone like Islam. Go there and shock the world and shock, shock them in devastating fa- fashion so that'll have people talking about it forever. That's what I want. I'm prepared to go five rounds of war, but I want that finish. Really looking forward to this fight. This is a big opportunity for me to really take over and uh, really set my name in the history books and really, uh, you know, we talk about legacy. This is it. Volkanovski will face Makashev for the lightweight title at UFC 284 in Perth. He'll attempt to become the UFC's latest two-weight world champion, joining the ranks of Conor McGregor and Amanda Nunez. Volkanovski is the UFC's pound-for-pound number one fighter entering his UFC 284 clash with Makachev. However, a loss would likely give Makachev that title, making the upcoming superfight even more intriguing. Volkanovski and Makachev have both been dominant during their long win streaks. Both fighters have only lost once in their respective careers with Makachev suffering a knockout loss to Adriano Martins at UFC 192. Volkanovski feels he can be the second man to finish Makachev devastatingly. Dana White responds to Islam Makachev's comments about UFC 284 marketing. Islam Makachev recently made headlines after sharing that he doesn't believe the UFC is doing a great job promoting his upcoming title defense against Alexander Volkanovsky at UFC 284. 
UFC President Dana White has fired back at those claims, asserting that the lightweight champion doesn't know what he is talking about. During an appearance on The Jim Rome Show, the promotion's frontman was asked about Makachev's comments. White responded, First of all, he lives in Dagestan. What does he know about what's going on for the promotion of the fight? He doesn't know anything. So to say that the fight hasn't been promoted, that's just ridiculous. That's what you call some internet BS. Let's listen to the man himself. First of all, I've talked to Islam. Uh, you know, first of all, who, who, who interviewed him? Who translated for him? I mean, the guy speaks Russian. You know, he, he, taken out of context like most of the things in the media. <laughs> Dana White joining us. See, wait, are you saying that he didn't say that or you set him straight first, on that? First of all, he lives in Dagestan. What does he know about what's going on for the promotion of the fight? He doesn't know anything. It, it's it's going to be one of, the, one of the top five biggest fights of all time. First of all, the event sold out, right? You couldn't get a ticket if you wanted to get a ticket in Perth. Um, and this thing is trending right now to be the biggest pay-per-view event in, in Australia, which it's, it's like 6% behind the Conor McGregor Poirier three fight. Uh, you know, it's probably going to break the record. So to say that the fight hasn't been, it's, it's just ridiculous. All right, so that's, 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 that's what you call some internet BS. Alexander Volkanovsky doesn't want Habib Nurmagomedov's absence to be an excuse if he beats Islam Makashev. Volkanovsky, a sizable underdog going into the matchup, hopes that Nurmagomedov's absence doesn't take anything away from his potential victory on Saturday night. Being widely regarded as the smaller fighter going into UFC 284, the great doesn't want to hear excuses about Nurmagomedov missing from Makachev's corner when he wins. The UFC pound-for-pound king recently told ESPN's Brett Okamoto, he's fought without Habib. Obviously, having him here would have been incredible, but Islam proven that he's a great fighter. It's gonna be him in there, let's be real. It ain't gonna affect him one bit. So don't use that as an excuse this Sunday. Listen closely. They use that as an excuse when I get my hand raised. You know what I mean, like that's, how, that's the type of guy I am. Like, use the saying all this. Uh, just remember that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's gonna, he obviously is gonna turn up. I don't think he needs a Khabib. He's fought without Khabib. Obviously, having him here would have been incredible. Having a, uh, Khabib here in Australia, and I guess it could have added to the story a little bit. But at the, you know, Islam's uh, proven that you know he's he's a great fighter, and like, you know, he doesn't need. It's going to be him in there. Let's be real. You know yeah, what I mean? So it ain't going to affect him one bit. So uh, don't use that as an excuse this Sunday. Islam Makachev's predecessor and mentor Habib will be missing from his corner as he recently cut all ties with the sport to spend time with his family. Conor McGregor fighting for the title is a given with victory over Michael Chandler, claims Michael Bisping. Conor McGregor is set to face Michael Chandler in his highly anticipated return to the octagon after the pair will coach opposing teams on Season 31 of The Ultimate Fighter. UFC Hall of Famer Michael Bisping speculated that the former double champion will receive a title opportunity if he is able to defeat the number 5-ranked lightweight. Speaking on his YouTube channel, the UFC commentator stated, If McGregor gets it done, will we see him fight for the title next? That is a given. That is 100%. Just prepare yourself mentally for that. Regardless of whatever you think, he's the biggest star in the sport. Take a look. If McGregor gets it done, will we see him fighting for the belt next? That is a given. That is 100%. Just prepare yourself mentally for that. And regardless of whatever you think, 
he's the biggest star in the sport. He's a former two-weight division champion and he's a person that people want to see fight. So if he goes out there and he beats Michael Chandler, who's one of the top-ranked lightweights on the planet and he does it in exciting fashion, I'll be honest, I'd have no problem with him fighting for the belt. Bisping further speculated that if the Notorious is unable to defeat the number five-ranked lightweight, it could be the last time that he enters the octagon. Hamzat Chimaev slams Colby Covington for ducking him. Hamzat Chimaev has been calling for a bout with Colby Covington for nearly a year. The number three-ranked welterweight recently slammed the number two-ranked contender for refusing to fight him. Speaking to Red Corner MMA, Hamzat was asked about when you will enter the octagon next, he responded. I have no clue either. At first, they said it was Colby Covington. We've been waiting for half a year. It looks like he doesn't want it. They all call me out, but as soon as the UFC tries to make the fight, they start running. Wild Boars has not fought since UFC 279, which was nearly five months ago. Covington has not fought in nearly a year. He last entered the octagon at UFC 272. The number two ranked welterweight has been noticeably quiet despite being called out by several welterweight contenders. Jamal Hill reveals conversation with ex-champ Jiri Prohaska at UFC PI. At UFC 283, Jamal Hill and Glover Teixeira went head-to-head -head for the vacant lightweight championship title. It was left open after Jiri Prohaska was forced to withdraw from his scheduled fight against Teixeira at UFC 282 due to a shoulder injury. Following his championship victory, Hill and former champion Prohaska have been exchanging words on social media. The Czech fighter declared his intention to be Hill's first title challenger. Hill and Prohaska recently met for the first time when they unexpectedly encountered each other at the UFC Performance Institute, appearing in a recent interview with the SMO. The current UFC champion discussed his conversation with Denisa. Take a look. So what was the conversation like with Yuri Prohaska when you ran into him today here at the UFC PI? No, we just shook hands. He was like, uh, he was like, hi, nice to meet you. I was like, what's up, bro? We just shook hands. And he, he went, he was doing, he was doing physical therapy and stuff. He working to get back and uh, I can't wait for him to be back. Alex Pereira has a message for those critical of his wrestling. The rise of Poetan has been pretty remarkable. After just three wins in the Ultimate Fighting Championship, he earned a shot at Israel Adesanya's crown. Then, at UFC 281, he took his opportunity and ran with it by knocking Stylebender out to become the new king at 185 pounds. Now, the UFC plans on running it back at UFC 287 in Miami this April. On that night, Pereira will get the chance to once again prove that he is the best middleweight in the game. However, some have still criticized Alex's wrestling and noted that it could be a target for Adesanya during the rematch. In a recent interview, Pereira hit back and made it known that he was able to take Israel down at MSG. Listen closely. The people who talks about this, people that never really grapple with him, people that are really trained with him, was all the guy to come in and roll with him, grapple, do some MMA, and leave very surprised and say, man, I didn't know you could grapple like that. Yeah. But like you say, you know, he's not trying to prove nothing to nobody, he's just doing his thing. But UFC 284 Perth, Australia, the preview, brought to you by MMA Gold News. 
UFC 284 Perth, Australia is just days away, and MMA Gold News is here to deliver the preview for this entertaining card. To kick off the main event, we have a light heavyweight battle between native Aussie Jimmy Crute, who is trying to get back to his winning ways, and Alonzo Menafield, trying to increase his win streak to three in a row. Next, we have a heavyweight bout featuring another Aussie Justin Taffa, who goes head-to-head -head with the American Parker Porter. Both men lost their last fights and are eager for a win here. Following them, we have a welterweight clash between up-and-comer and fan favorite, the third Aussie in the main event, Jack Della Maddalena, against the number 15 ranked Jamaican Randy Brown. Both men have a winning streak in place and will be fighting for the last rank spot in the division. Next up is the co-main event and interim featherweight championship bout between the number 2 ranked Yair Rodriguez and number 5 ranked Josh Emmett go head-to-head -head in what is expected to be a banger. The winner of this bout will be next in line to fight Volkanovski. And lastly, we have the featured main event, where Native Aussie, the current featherweight champion, and the number one pound-for-pound fighter in the world Alexander the Great Volkanovski goes for double champ status against current lightweight champion and number two pound-for-pound fighter Islam Makashev for the lightweight championship belt and the number one coveted pound-for-pound ranking recognition. Both men have only lost once in their careers and have not tasted defeat in a combined 16 years. That's all for this week's episode. Make sure to follow our show and tune in to next week's episode so you don't miss any details about the UFC. Thanks for listening. See you next week.